It's female jealousy and taunting making you miserable. Well, the Stella Donut Goddess Gal, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, offer tips on how to play with power. Coming right up in Keeper 2, a mother-daughter brew on Star Style. Guys, have you ever been confused in the area of dating and relationships? Have you ever tried to apply dating and relationship tips you've read in newspapers or seen on talk shows only to find out they don't work? Are you sick of men bashing in today's society? We have a show just for you. Doc Love has immersed himself in the study of women and has been featured in major media outlets such as Time and Fox. Finally, a man-friendly show with coaching that actually works. Don't miss the Doc Love Show, Understanding Women for Men Only, Sunday mornings on World Talk Radio. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be on the air, behind the mic? Are you an expert in your field or just passionate about a particular topic? Then World Talk Radio has a place for you. You could host your own professional show and share your message with the world. World Talk Radio is producing a new fall lineup and is interested in hearing your show ideas. Let us help you start your own radio show today from anywhere in the world. Call right now to find out how you can become a host. It's easier than you think. Call 858-836-0164 or email us at newshows at worldtalkradio.com. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. To speak with our show hosts or guests during the live show, call us toll-free in North America, 888-514-2100. Everywhere else, call 001-858-268-3068. Never give up, never give in, the ones who will work are the ones who Hello, party partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk, with authors and experts that help you excel in life. This is our Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew segment. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and with me is... Heather Brittany. Hello. And, of course, we are thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches right here on the airwaves every week. So get ready to pump that energy. Love, learn, laugh, and live your dreams. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on a private consultation, you can get one over the phone or in person. Call 925-377-7827. That's 925-377-STAR. And this is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. To the dull mind, all nature is leaden. To the illuminated mind, the whole world burns and sparkles with light. And this is from James Allen. Two men looked out through the prison bars. One saw mud and the other saw stars. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from junior high to the boardroom, women seem to be backstabbers. Heather, Brittany, and I are going to discuss some pointers in our T for Two segment on how to avoid all those knives flying at you. Are you considered an optimist or a pessimist? Well, reading from my award-winning book, Be the Star You Are, I'll be discussing the gift of optimism and how even the most difficult tasks can be opportunities in disguise in segment two. And the fun part is we're going to go to Hollywood in our final segment when Sharon Waxman, who was a former Washington Post correspondent and now New York Times correspondent, joins us to talk about the director mavericks like Quentin Tarantino, David Fincher, Steven Soderbergh with their new book, Rebels on the Backlot. Our purpose in providing you this show is to communicate to you that you already are a star 
and that you have everything you need to produce, to write, and to be director of your own life. We have some rules. Give them to them, Heather. Most definitely. We want you to smile, have fun, and take that chance to be willing to be wild and crazy. Yes, it's always worth it to go out on that limb. And, of course, we want you to read some good books. Maybe there will be ones that you haven't heard of. Hopefully you've heard of mine by now. And go out and buy them. All go to the, the website many of them. And get them uh, be the star you are dot org or star-style.com, and the money will benefit this show. Our motto is to be a leader. You must be a reader. So sit back and enjoy our time together. Well, most of you probably saw the movie Mean Girls with teen star Lindsay Lohan. I know that many of my youth clients that I coach said that they cried when they watched that movie. Some cried for a variety of reasons. Some cried because they knew Mean Girls and they saw this happening in their schools. Some of them actually recognized themselves and thought that they had been a mean girl. And, of course, some had also experienced the wrath of mean girls. So what is it about girls who grow up to be women that make them so jealous, backstabbing vipers? I know, Heather, you always have insight on these create things. So what is this thing called mean girls? It's really been a phenomenon. It's more with girls, obviously, than guys. And I think it's been with us throughout history. Oh, most definitely. I think, well, guys have a tendency of, you know, when they have a conflict with something, they're more physical. They're physical aggressors. And as we always say, you know, that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will break my heart. And that's how girls work. Girls are more conniving in the sense that, you know, that I'm your best friend until something happens and then, you know, watch me go kind of thing. And Rosalind Wiseman, who co-founded the Empower Program for Teenagers, actually contributed to the book Queen Bees and Wannabes. And that's what the movie uh, Mean Girls is based off. It's based off this book, and it's a collective story all about uh, the cliques, gossip, uh, boyfriends, kind of all the realities of adolescence that girls go for. Um, that girls experience and kind of to gain acceptance at times girls tend to lose the values that were taught at home and typically among girls we're more subtle and convert and we um, we turn to mockery and gossip that's how we fight our battles and in my own personal experience I kind of view all this cattiness as really an insecurity within ourselves um, I'm not immune to it whatsoever. There was definitely a stage in my life where I could view myself as a mean girl, but form the basic things. What's something, you know, having a great mom as yourself really taught, you know, you had experience of things as, as well. That yeah, you know, I, no, it, it's really, it's true. I mean, I've had, I had those experiences starting, um, not grammar school, but definitely in high school, mm-hmm. and I never did anything to um, deserve it, but it was actually act- out of uh, jealousy. Yeah, that's and me- it's something that I still see, and it's it makes me still to this day as an adult. I'm always very wary of people until I get to know them, and I don't trust them yeah. with my heart based on experiences that I've had in the past. Most of it, I think, you know, probably around, you know, age six, it was really, you know, you really installed into me that, you know, appreciate everyone's differences, be honest with people, and, you know, never, you know, know in this life there's always going to be someone that thinner than you, fatter than you, uglier than you, prettier than you, know, get over it. If you spend too much time focusing on what you're not, you'll miss what you are. And so coming into that, I just gained such an appreciation for someone, for, for people in general, 
And then, but because of that, kind of wearing my heart on my sleeve and having this, you know, acceptance of people, it kind of made me more of a prey than a predator, and people saw that, and especially girls. I went through such a hard thing in high school. Though I love the experience, I'm not one of those people that says, oh, I wish I could go back because it was great, but I don't want to do it again. But girls just have this certain cattiness and this gang up about themselves. And something that's so sad is that mean girls eventually become mean women. And uh, readers of Women's Inhumanity to Women say that women brutally control other women, especially in their sexuality. And that means by slandering, shaming, and excluding those who seem to have illicit sex lives. And many women do envy other women's success. And, you know, as a girl, you know, it goes from, in high school and stuff, it's from the clothes to, oh, this person's a cheerleader, they're dating this boyfriend or whatever. But as we get older, it becomes that this jealousy evokes in the workplace with men and even towards motherhood and mothers actually possess this on to their own daughters you know they through coldness or neglect and they belittle their daughters if they're not pretty enough or if they're not thin enough and they try to ensure this conformity that they'll fit some kind of mold image and so in my own kind of view of it as what I keep saying is that if we don't want mean girls we don't want mean women so really you can't have a mean mother it needs to start in the beginning if Parents want the friendship and the respect of their children. But at one time in life, you need to have one or the other. Before you become their friend, you need to be their parent. Absolutely. And I think that's, that is really key. I'm, right now, I'm just I'm going to be having an article that's going to be on the Amazon shorts that's called The Blessings of Love and Relationships. And that's exactly what it's talking about, is how to be, to, you have to be a role model as a parent, and you can't worry about being their best friend when they're kids because mm-hmm. it's so critical. And yeah, and often um, parents who set a firm foundation of tough love and respect maybe be kind of confused by the changes that they see in their adolescent daughters. And this confusion can often cause them to waver these things that they've set up. So really my my biggest advice to parents is go out and purchase Wiseman's book. It it's really an insight onto so much of, you know, queen bees and wannabes. These women, these, you know, young girls that they get this infirmity. They're the head of the clique because not because other girls respect them, but because other girls fear them and they don't want to be, you know, antagonist. They don't want to be put down by this girl, so they become the follower. Instead of being, you know, the shepherd, they become the sheep. And then, you know, after you've read this book, maybe arrange a date with your daughter, you know, if she'll let you be seen in public with her or something, to watch Mean Girls together and really get an insight. I remember, you know, when and you have and- a conversation about it, I think it, that is really exactly. critical, what you're saying, is to, to talk it, about exactly. it. Exactly. Somewhere in the the mix of the day, you know, ask her about school, ask her about friends, ask her about how she views the world, how just everything around, really, you know, be aware of everything, high school, and, and, you know, times just keep getting faster and faster, kids are doing things, you know, things I I hear on the news all the time about, you know, 13-year-olds getting pregnant or getting caught at school with drugs, and it just seems like, you know, everyone's in this huge rush to grow up. And if, you know, if, if you, if you're aware of that, you know, we want little, people can't stay little girls forever. But the best way to, you know, show them what is be a role model yourself. Don't be, I know in our town growing up, 
there was this thing we called the Moraga Moms. And really, when I looked at it, it's kind of like these are 40-year-old women that really are just like a high school clique. They'd sit around. So, you know, I want to jump in here just for a yeah. second, if that's all right. Yeah, because no One of the things, there's a couple of things I wanted to say. Is One is, um, I had Leonard Schlain on uh-huh. the show, who who really is an anthropologist, historian, that writes about from the beginning of time and and why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. But he wrote this really fabulous book where he outlined kind of the whole uh, women from the time of Australopithecus uh-huh. and how we've grown into Homo sapiens, etc. But talking about that the jealousy and all of that was really due to the fact of the reproductive system and trying to get the man. It was like the strong mm-hmm. would survive. Mm-hmm. And so if you could edge out the other woman so that you could entice the man, then you would be able to procreate. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of what he was saying is that that whole mean girl thing was embedded in our genes originally so that we could survive to have children and to attract the most vir- virile of the men Mm-hmm. Uh, who would be able to inseminate you and carry, that way you'd be able to carry your baby, you know, to full term and mm-hmm. then populate the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was one of the things. So that's a sort of a, um, a historical piece of the puzzle. But in today's day, what I've always found is the women that are the most backstabbing are, and are jealous and girls as well are the ones that have no confidence and that, that's I I really I think that jealousy is really just insecurity. It's Absolutely. that they look at other people instead of appreciating that or seeing what they can learn from that. People they feel a sense, you know, that this person has more than me, and they don't. People don't like that. And the best, you know, to kind of belittle someone to make them feel better, they they say something. They belittle other people. Whenever I see people bring down other people. Uh, I used to take it really, really personal when people would say hurtful things to me, but now I just kind of internally just kind of, you know, almost feel bad for them because I know it isn't me, it's them. And that, you know, I really, you know, and it can be really hard at those moments because I've definitely, and in recent times, you know, been in situations where um, girls have been, you know, it, it seems that people, they want to say things behind your back, but literally, they're they're too scared to say it to your face, but they want to say it behind your back, literally, like right next to you, so you'll hear it. And the best, you know, the best medicine is just kill them with kindness. Instead of, you know, turning around people, they want a reaction. They want, you know, every action has a reaction. And then when people don't get it, they get frustrated. And, and it's kind of like they lose the battle. you're getting this kind of negativity, it's really best just to eliminate them from your circle. Exactly. Hopefully that, these people aren't in your circle. Fire. Those people, you know, those that is a toxic friend, which we've been over. If That's you have, if your quote-unquote friends, are belittling you and backstabbing you. You know, you don't need to clean them out of your life. Those are not friends, and especially. Well, you know, but the only the other part of it is the scary thing that this can become is, um, you know, there have been situations where mm-hmm. these girls are so mean that it actually causes. Uh, suicide attempts, sometimes actual suicide. Oh, uh, re- regarding regarding suicide attempts, teen women rank much higher than their male counterparts, and that's a re- that's um, actually reported in the Center for Disease and Prevention that girls. It's because you become mentally unstable and depressed. And, you know, so much of, especially at a young age, you know, the slightest thing, I have a pimple, you know, is the end of the world. 
So when you're dealing with this teasing and antagonizing on a daily basis, you know, you don't, it's really hard, you know, to find the light. That's why, you know, it's so, you need to be in a circle of positive reinforcement. So let's get to these girls who, let's talk for a minute about the girls who mm. are the mean girls. And hopefully we have none of them out there exactly. listening to us now because we hope that all, everybody with us are are positive, upbeat, optimist, and, and people who um, say very good things about other people. <laughs> anyway, what what can we do to those people? My suggestion would be is to get a hold of yourself. Take a mm-hmm. deep look and realize, do unto others as you would like done unto yourself. It's karma, baby. What goes around comes around. That's exactly. And, you know, what happens is that is that you may be on top today, but is it because you're liked or because you're feared? Or is it because you are considered a witch with a bee? You know, that's something so funny. I remember in my junior high, there was a girl that, you know, quote-unquote, the most popular girl in our grade. But it really, but everyone talks so bad about this girl, behind how mean she was, and she just thought she was so much better. But it was really, she was so popular because people feared her. They, No one would stand up to her. And but it was odd because it was like freshman year of high school. Suddenly, like people suddenly got over it and were like, you know what? We don't need to live in fear. And suddenly, this Miss Popular, Miss I'm Better Than Everyone, was a no one and had no friends. And and really, you know, and she all of a sudden didn't understand why don't people like me? And it was really she had to reevaluate the situation and realize how she had treated people so miserably over the years. And finally, you know, it was that you know the queen was beheaded, was taken from the the I throne. You know that. Well, you know, I just always thought the best advice, I, I really felt that my folks always gave me good advice, which I tried to pass on to you guys, uh-huh. and that was that we're, that none of us are any better or any worse than anybody exactly. else. Exactly. And, and it's sort of the whole message of be the star you are. We're all stars, we're all, all important. We all have something to offer, and we do not have the right yeah, to belittle or And there, there is anyone. no such thing as perfection. I think our flaws are what makes us all so beautiful inside and out. Yes, our our mofadis, exactly. And really, you know, appreciate appreciate those in yourself and in others. And you'll just live, you know, as I'm saying in the whole karma thing, as you may be on top at one point out of this, you know, that you think you're so inferior to everyone. But, you know, how often do people say that they go back to their, you know, 10-year reunion and the girls that were the most prettiest but the, the evilest, suddenly, you know, the, the Dorian Gray effect has set in. That, you know, they suddenly their insides became their out. And, you know, these people that were so hot to trot are no longer anymore and really and almost kind of searching to be those nice people again that they see you and oh Cynthia so nice you know really sad about those people just Uh as you're talking about the reunions is that for the recipients of the mean girls no matter how much you want to just brush it off I don't I think you can forget and forge ahead I mean forgive and forge ahead but you don't forget yeah, and that's the sad, that's the hard part. Is I know that I've gone back to to reunions and see all these people, and of mm-hmm. course they are everybody. You're very polite, oh but God, they're you know what? Yeah, you're you're very polite, but they will always just remain acquaintances and never be considered yes, friends. Yes, exactly. And I, I that's it. I would never ever trust any of them again. I'm not the kind. I just don't give extra chances. Yeah, so. my my view with girls, I've Perfect. always had. I've always had. I've always had more male friends, and I I love that. You know, but I think all girls, as much as you want to deny, you know, we long for. You need that female. It's really good. You know, to have just you know just a few. You really really close female friends you need to be cautious by 
But as as open, you know, as I'm wearing my heart on my sleeve, because of the past experiences, though I'm over it, it has caused that scar to something. There's always a little when I when I meet new girlfriends, there's always something I'm almost kind of reserved because before I can give my heart away to them, you know, I want to be really cautious about it because I, you know, I live with that sense of, you know, are you gonna do what this girl's done to me? I think that's a smart thing though in life is just to be cautious. And I know in my personal world, as my best friends, I met them in college. They were all strong females who knew who they were, that loved who they were. They were, you know, going after their own dreams. They Mm -hmm. didn't have to live by mine. And to this day, we're still best friends. Mm-hmm. And so those to me are real friends. Exactly. And it's always, that... it's always quality over quantity. In yeah, high school and growing up, we're so concerned about being popular and having the most friends and having as many people sign your yearbook. But in the end of the road, you know, it's the, it's the few that really mean the most. Exactly. Well, so don't be a mean girl. Be a wonder friend. Be someone, be the friend that you want to have. Because and, in order to have a friend, you must be a friend first. Exactly. And to be a leader, you must be a reader. So I really recommend that you get Rosalind Wiseman, Queen Bees, and Wannabes. And read that. It, it It's going to do the same. It's based off, the the movie Mean Girls is based off that. So it's going to strike the same emotions on you. It'll make you realize, you know, if your child is a mean girl, she's being you know, attacked by the mean girls and really just kind of take a second look and everything. And all you parents out there, just remember your kids are modeling you, They that you are their role model, their mentor. So don't be catty. Don't be mean yourself. Don't be a backstabber. Walk your talk. Have integrity. And be a good friend. And if you call someone a friend, be their friend. Be uh-huh. there for them. Don't just give lip service to it when it's convenient. Well, another great segment, Heather. I yes. know you are off to school. Most good definitely. Thank you. And so to get some more positive information, empowering other females as well as males, we'd love you to check out our website at stelladone.com. That's S-T-E-L-L-A-D-O-N-N-E.com. All right. Well, great segment. Stay with us. We're going to be talking about optimism when we come back from break. You're listening to Cynthia Bryant. And Heather Brittany. Stay tuned. I'll be the star you are. This business of show business is calling out to me. This business of show. 